Life is busy. Disciple-making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and His promises. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie and I'm your guide. Have you ever seen those cartoons where a character is presented with a temptation and then a little red horned devil appears on his shoulders in an attempt to lead him astray? But then a white-robed angel pops up on the opposite shoulder to lead him down the path of righteousness. I used to think that my brain was my ally, but one day it occurred to me that it was not focusing on the things that I need to think about. I cannot tell you how many times that little red devil devil whispered in my ear, you messed up again. I can't stand so-and-so. Or you don't have the abilities that are needed. Clarity was lost, and suddenly my mind was filled with all these negative thoughts that I couldn't discern the truth. Finally, when I had enough, I decided to flick that little red devil off my shoulder for good. No more negative self-talk. No more bad thoughts. No more things that were bad for me. God says I'm enough. If your mind is active, and, and whose isn't, it can feel like a monumental impossible task to take every thought captive, like the Bible teaches us to do in 2 Corinthians 10.5. It says, I destroy every claim and every reason that keeps people from knowing God. I keep every thought under control in order to make it obey Christ. But is it possible? How can we? Are we going to decide what to think about to renew our minds? Are we just going to let our thoughts lead us down all kinds of bad roads? Well, I'm here today to give you some steps, some easy, small steps to live this out. First, think about what you think about. (laughs) Our thoughts are catalysts that set our courses This is where positivity and negativity and good or bad choices come from. The easiest thing to do is to let the mind run rampant. But we have to recognize that not every thought is true. So first, start noticing what you're thinking about. Then, once you've thought about your thoughts, start to capture them. The Holy Spirit has power to capture our thoughts and help us to obey Jesus. Here's some different ways to consider capturing your thoughts. First, take captive self-deprecating thoughts. 1 John 4, 4 says, Little children, you are from God, and you have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than in the world. When you put yourself down, is that humility? No, that is an insult to God. Don't think highly of yourself, but don't think lowly of yourself. 
This hope is not to think about yourself at all, but to think about God. C.S. Lewis says, true humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. Another way is take captive thoughts of offenses. Choose not to let other rude comments take hold of you. It's actually about them when people say rude things. It's not about you. When they hurt your feelings or show you disrespect, remember Proverbs twelve sixteen says, The vexing of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult. And Proverbs nineteen eleven says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook offenses. We get to choose if we want to forgive someone and let it go. See, that's true freedom in Christ. We don't have to carry around their comments all day. Another one is take captive assumptions. Things that are not true are fill-in-the-blank mechanisms. See, our brain loves to make assumptions. It likes to make conclusions when we don't have all the information or we want to add more to what we know. For example, he's so mean to me, he doesn't like me. It's not, I wasn't chosen, so they must think I'm dumb or stupid or useless. Or they didn't even speak to me when I said hi. I must be invisible. I'm not valued. I'm leaving. I'm out of (laughs) here. See, these are assumptions. We've added information, or filled in blanks when things were missing. And Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. And 1 John 4.1 reminds us, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Another way to take captive our thoughts is thinking about those desires that are not good for us. Sometimes we have feelings or fleshly desires which our minds like to focus on. But they are not desires that glorify God. They are sinful desires. Matthew 5.28 says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery in his heart. See, many boys have to learn not to think sexual thoughts about women. Just thinking is sinful, so we take captive our thoughts. Mark 7, verses 20 through 23 says, And he said, What? comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of the man, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person." So, we need to test our thoughts. That's the next step. Philippians 4.8 says, Is it true, pure, noble, right, lovely, 
admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. If not, what is the truth? See, we need to stay focused on the things that we know are true and good and right for us. So we think about our thoughts, we take captive our thoughts, we test our thoughts, and last, we decide what to do with our thoughts. See, we can work with the Holy Spirit. Our thoughts are powerful. They are motivation behind every action. So we want to make it a priority to evaluate our thoughts. Say goodbye to that little red devil. I promise it will be a game changer when you take captive every thought. Don't think this is a bunch of Christian self-help. Mind transformation is not our will. It is our focus. God's grace and our effort creates transformation in our life. That is how we learn to become like Jesus. Dallas Willard says, Grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed to earning. Earning is an attitude. Effort is an action. So what consumes our mind controls us, and we get to decide who's in charge of our thoughts. Are they directed by the Holy Spirit? Are they running the show? My encouragement for you today is to notice what you think about. Take captive any self-deprecating assumptions, evil desires, or offenses. Decide to turn your thoughts on the things that are noble and trustworthy. Think about God. The Holy Spirit is with you and there to help you. Practicing are the little steps that can bring us peace and joy like we never imagined. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.